Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Wednesday, August 29. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Uh, let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, it's just uh, middle of the week, and I ask God again, just as we pause, as we reflect a little bit, uh, may your spirit uh, continue to dwell in us. May it uh, be with our families, may it be with our colleagues, may it be with those who we interact with. When we have a moment to be able to uh, be of service, when we have a moment to be uh, of value, may we hear your voice and may we respond with a willing heart. Uh, God, we ask for uh, guidance in this passage today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are back to the English Standard Version, which we do three times every week. We yeah. read it on Sundays, on Wednesdays, and on Fridays. Unless there's somebody else writing Daily Walk. Who's... Occasionally, somebody will choose something different, but yeah. normally, that's the way Yeah, exactly. It. That's the way we roll. So, I'm reading from Romans 8, 1 through 11, subtitle, Life in the Spirit. There's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Mm, Love it again. All right. Here are, let me see, our questions. Yes, Yes. there's questions every single time, just FYI. I jumped ahead and checked. (laughs) Pastor Douglas is not a single question kind of guy. No. Which is good. They're related questions. And they're great. They're Mm -hmm. great. So uh, read the daily walk. It's at boulder.church forward slash daily. And uh, you read uh, Corey Douglas, Pastor Corey Douglas's uh, daily walk. Here is a, here are the two questions then that he has for today. Does Christ fulfilling the law of God relieve us of following or adhering to the law of God? And how can we accomplish the law in our lives in the context of grace? Ooh. Well, I was just thinking about this because oh, yeah. the passages have all said something about the law, law being, being done kind with. of inadequate. Inadequate, That yep. it's even an inad- in inadequate measure or an inadequate way of dealing with the problem of sin. Yes. Which made me wonder, given that God created the law, in, it was inadequate to begin with from the very beginning. It was never going to work. We were never going to be able to follow it, and it was never going to save us. What uh, was the point of ever having it in uh, the first place? Well, hang on. Ooh. There's a lot of nevers there that I don't know if we agree on all well, of them. Well, I think but, we but do, yes. because no, where does it say on. this? <laughs> it says yeah, it right here. I just read it. 
Oh yeah, um, really? I'm to, you can keep talking. I'll find it. Well, I was just saying that I don't know if I agree that they would. The law was never going to work. I think that the law's purpose is actually what was going to work at one point. God then, has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do. Yes. So once sin entered, yes, it could never do anything. So what was the point of attempting to follow it? I'm not saying that in the a best. perfect world it wouldn't work. Okay, but the, why did we have this extended period of time where there, you know, um, the Jewish people had these hundreds of laws and a great respect for the law. And I actually think that's kind of cool. I don't disparage that at all. But evidently God had asked them to do this and wanted them to do it. And if he knew that it was going to be a big waste of time, then (laughs) what's the point? I don't understand why waste thousands of years with the people teaching them a tradition that isn't going to do anything. Well, well, first of all, I think that some people often read this passage and they, they believe, and there are some people who often teach this as well, that they believe that the Spirit only arrived in the Second Testament. And, and because Paul's saying, you know, now the Spirit is here and the Spirit is in you and, and those of you in the Spirit and so on. And so they believe that is Paul implying that it's only right now. But in fact, Paul's actually referring to the fact that there are references, lots of references, and and Jesus also does this as well in, in the Gospels, that the Spirit has always existed for eternity because they're part of the, the Godhead. You, I'm going to say something because oh, I, I want to go back to what the message said yesterday. Oh, no. A couple no, of things. The law code weakened as it always was, always was, <laughs> by fractured human nature could never have done that, that being setting struggling humanity, right? I, it goes on to say the law always ended up being used as a band-aid on sin instead of a deep healing of it. Yes. So that implies what that verses, there was never... What verse do you think that was? Because the message is all over the place, right? Um, it's three to four. Three to four. Yes, that's the kind of chunk that it calls three to four. All right, so three to four is where Paul, where Paul's now trying to like start to open the flower for the very first time as he's trying to explain what this uh, no condemnation actually means. And so you're saying it's just a band-aid. What does he say here in the actual text, not the paraphrase? Yeah, yeah. He's saying that basically that it is the law is weakened by the flesh. It is the law. The best metaphor that I've seen anybody describe this by is is they said it's it's like a a, a torch uh, or a flashlight in this yes. country and a torch back home in England. Because a torch here kind of means a flaming thing that's yeah. very scary. Yeah. Bad people carry torches. <laughs> you don't want to go near anybody carrying a torch. I'll tell you that. So it's a flashlight or a torch in England, and uh, and this flashlight. yeah. And so what the law does, it, it highlights and points out where sin is. But that's all it does. It cannot save you. And so it just tells you, look, that's the problem. And so the problem is that, that people felt that because they spent so much time seeing the sin, they felt like, let's try and fix this by trying to keep it perfectly. And that's where they failed on. So do you have a good answer to why Jesus didn't just come and die like right away? Like, you mean in the Garden of Eden? Yeah, like yeah. right then. You mean like Eve when she said, sure. the son? Sure, he, or the a week later, or a year, All right. or whatever, in 10 years, hundreds, Paul, somewhere closer Paul, to the actual actually, event. The Apostle Paul, uh, in the chapter before, in chapter 7, actually says that uh, sin had to be allowed the time to flourish fully for people to understand what it really is all about. But then, I mean, the thing that doesn't make sense about that, and I've, I've heard this argument before, oh, it's, it's is that bold. it has flourished even more since then. Yes. You know, the advent of technology, the 20th century was horrific oh, no, in terms but, of what people have been able to do. That's for when Jesus arrived on the cross and it, sin was condemned on the cross. Sin was condemned, but it has flourished 
since then. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's why Jesus is going to come back. So, again, it's this kind of theoretical, I guess I would say, kind of imaginary world. Which one's imaginary? Well, in which everything is dealt with. Everything is fine. But it's like you look around and go, well, but it's not, though. (laughs) Yeah. It's not fine. Um, It, It is not fine. It is. It is the. Now I'm the glad that of, theoretically it's fine, uh, but because I live in a non-theoretical reality, it's it's kind of like talking about um, in space where yeah. like geometry doesn't yeah. work the same way as it does. It's like, well, so what? I mean, that's useful if you live in space, but if think, you don't, I think that the I think that there is uh, there's the idea that people think about, and I, I actually I think I was kind of alluding to this a little bit last week in, in one of my sermons, and I was talking about the idea that. Do you, do you stop doing all the things that you hold sacred in society because you see that they fail? Or do you think to yourself, you know what, actually, I'm, I'm not going to give up on that. I'm going to anyway. keep on trying this. So you look at the success rate of marriages. So many marriages fail. And, and this is a, a classic. And so therefore people choose to say, well, marriages are all failing. Why should they even bother to do that? Yet yeah. people still have children. I people totally still... agree with that because I think a lot of things people um, call failure to too early yeah. on them. You know, they say, well, that didn't work. And it's like, well, how do you know? You yeah. haven't. You and I have talked about this, uh-huh. about how there's just like a, an immaturity of the willingness to struggle through something. Yeah, like something hasn't failed until it actually has failed. And that failure is often just giving up Yeah, and yeah. admitting that you failed. Yeah. Because um, if so, you keep going, then it what so the point story is not So the story is not over. The problem is that our perspective is that we feel like it's too long in our time. Um, we feel like we should be done, and, and truly, is that if I was in charge of the universe, if I were God, man, I, I would, I would have just wiped all everybody's memory and just started fresh, I mean, the, right? The bad thing about that was that you and I and all the people who are listening to us right now, if the world hadn't gone on, and if Sydney hadn't gone on the way that it that it has, we wouldn't exist. Yeah. And sometimes I think that the way that the world has gone is because there are people that God wants to call into existence. Yeah. There are people who have yet to be born. Yeah. Who need to be born, and they can't be born except in this context. Yeah, you know, you, me, anybody listening—none of us could have been born without sin, without the world in which we live. Yeah, I, uh, I, I watched this. Um, somebody recommended this uh, this comedian, and she's uh, pretty brutal, um, but but very very powerful end to her her story and her oh, name is Hannah it? Gatsby oh I love this Nanette 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 on Netflix yeah. oh I loved her so, so much I watched the Joshua entire thing Josh and I watched okay. it last week oh. it was the way she talks about comedy the way she, uh-huh. she's funny but then she mm-hmm. weaves in these deeply profound that, the way she ended though oh that was whoa that that whole like when she told the story what's happened in her life mm-hmm not to destroy it kind of makes you. you think about everything differently. Doesn't it? And, and you think about the struggles that people have gone through. And I would wish, and here's I the thing, I wish, I wish for everybody that nobody would suffer pain, uh-huh. right? I, I do wish that. And I think that that's exactly what God is calling us to as well. And, and God is saying there is another path here. But, but oh, right, our time is well past. But I think that that's, uh, that is definitely something that uh, we cannot just ignore this week so let's let's come back to it let's come back to tomorrow and uh come back to it on friday as well and um let me just repeat the question for now and we'll come back to these thoughts some more but uh, i'll i'll leave the questions for you guys to think about here some more does christ fulfilling the law of god relieve us of following or, or adhering to the law of god and how can we accomplish the law in our lives in the context of grace uh, so think about that look after each other live love and uh, we will connect tomorrow i'm sorry for going over time 
Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.